Suffering from depression and cold is more common during the winter months, but there are ways to combat them just by eating the right kind of foods. Welcome to the Nutrition Tidbits podcast. This is Gloria Sang, editor in chief for HealthCastle.com. Joining me today is Dr. John Puma, director of the Santa Barbara Institute for Medical Nutrition and Healthy Weight, and author of Chef MD's Big Book of Culinary Medicine. He's here today to tell us how to choose the right kind of foods to fight depression and cold. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Napuma. Gloria, what a pleasure! So nice to speak with you. Now let's talk about depression. Are there any foods that a person should avoid if they're suffering from depression? There are actually some foods that are especially、um, one should avoid are those, of course, that are high in alcohol, primarily because it causes mood swings and. As a sedative, can actually worsen depression, and it doesn't help people cope, no matter what we think. And、um, and caffeine as well. I think, in fact, there's a study of 3,600 adult twins that showed a link between lifetime caffeine consumption and major depression. And foods with simple sugars as well. But as you know, what Chef MD is about, and what my own work has been about, is is what to eat instead of what to avoid. People don't need me to tell them actually. Don't drink alcohol and、uh, cut back on coffee if you're depressed. I think the more interesting data is foods that are high, for example, in DHA and EPA, the omega-3 fatty acids in fish and seafood, seem to actually help people with mild to moderate anxious depression.、Um, it, with a meta-analysis of 10 studies showing just that, and that many people who are depressed are actually vitamin D deficient. In fact, if,、uh, one study showed that 80 people tested. Um, half with a、uh, mild Alzheimer's, there were older people, and half without. Those with vitamin D deficiencies were more than 12 times more likely to have a mood disorder than those that who are not deficient. So, the good news is that if if you look at culinary medicine, which I think of as blending the art of cooking with the science of medicine to give restaurant quality food that helps to prevent disease, there are in fact recipes and foods that seem to help. Major disease processes, including depression, and in my book,、um, the Chef MD's Big Book of Culinary Medicine, I have a chocolate blackberry breakfast smoothie for depression. And of course, who doesn't like chocolate? Oh, I love it. That's so yummy. Now, so I also read your book, and you have linked folate deficiency with de- depression. Can you tell us more about that? Folate is sometimes deficient in people with depression, and so foods that are high in folate include lentils and chili peppers and turkey and tuna, and and it's a correctable problem. In fact, folate sometimes is a、uh, folate deficiency is sometimes a correctable problem for people with、um, mild dementia as well. It, it's remarkable, actually, how powerful food can be, and and that's what I why I wrote this book because. I want people to have a food lovers' roadmap to preventing disease with what they eat. It's one thing to sort of eat nutrients, or whether they're macro or micro or phyto. It's another to have, for example, saffron scallop shrimp and chickpea paella as a, a dish that is rich in folate, as well as in、uh, good omega-3 fatty acids and and good healthy chickpea and fiber and protein. So. This is an easy new approach to the question: What do you eat for that? We've been talking about depression.、Um, people want to know what do you eat 
for arthritis? What do you need eat for Alzheimer's? What do you eat for menopause? What do you eat for premenstrual syndrome? And it turns out it's through the 3,000 different studies that we crunched to give you 300 pages and 20, reference, 20 pages of references as well, that we can simplify it to say, in these 40 conditions, there are foods to avoid and foods to increase. And here are three recipes for every condition with 50 recipes in the book that can help you lose pounds, not flavor, which I think is a missing component in good-for-you food. Mm-hmm. Now, since the, the flu season is actually coming, and I'm always interested to find out more about yogurt and probiotic bacteria, um, tell us more about some of the scientific evidence that high level of pro- probiotic bacteria actually help alleviate cold symptoms. Um, there is some evidence in children especially that um, food that's rich in these healthy bacteria, probiotics, and that of course includes yogurt, um, kefir, which I think people don't quite know how to use, but is just wonderful in smoothies and in as a topping for cereal and even actually as a as a dressing for tuna or chicken. Um, kefir and actually some other naturally fermented foods, sauerkraut as well. The probiotics or healthy bacteria in these foods seems to reduce the incidence of upper respiratory infection and help people boost their immune system in a way that is meaningful. And what we do here is to say, look, there are foods that can help, and just by combining them properly, you can learn a recipe that works for you and actually teach it to someone else. That's what I want people really to do, to get people cooking just a little bit and then share. For example, if you even store a watermelon properly, on the kitchen counter, you increase the beta carotene and lycopene in that watermelon by 139 and 40%. If you bake a pizza with a whole wheat crust because the antioxidants are in the wheat uh, germ and and the wheat bran, not in the starch, at 550 instead of 400 or for 14 minutes instead of seven minutes, you more than double the antioxidants in that whole wheat crust just by baking it hotter. If you add black pepper, to your curry, then you actually absorb more of the turmeric in that curry because of the chemical in the black pepper called piperine. And the turmeric in that curry, which is in every curry and makes all it makes curry yellow, can help you reduce inflammation and actually even stabilize ulcerative colitis in ways that are are don't fight with medication, but instead work with it. These are just simple ways that we can get more from our food, enjoy food more, learn a little about it, and actually have great tasting flavor that we wouldn't have expected. These are all fascinating tidbits that we all should know about. Now, your website, chefmd.com. Tell our listeners what they can see or read on your website. Chefmd.com is free, and we send out quick, easy, healthy recipes that are free every week with nutritional analyses that are detailed in addition to pictures and photos that anyone can use and share. And on the site as well, there are more than 75 broadcast quality videos that originally appeared on Lifetime Television, which I'm on every Sunday morning at 9.30 Eastern and 8.30 Central, demonstrating a recipe, going to the market, and getting people 
to do just a little better to find out what they can eat, what's good for them, what takes 30 minutes or less with 10 ingredients or less, and simple cooking techniques. And you'll find all of that, the video, the free recipes, the email sign up for free recipes on chefmd.com. Great. We'll definitely send our readers and listeners there. Thank you again for joining me, Dr. LaPuma. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. We've been talking to Dr. John LaPuma, author of Chef MD's Big Book of Culinary Medicine. For more healthy eating tidbits and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.